Well, hello everyone. Welcome to another message for Akron Alliance Fellowship Church for Sunday, December 26th, 2021. Thank you for joining us today. We hope that you are having a wonderful Christmas weekend. And as we get ready to move into the new year, we're going to have a, a brief message about what new beginnings are all about and what it sometimes consists of. And sometimes those things are good things that are occurring and sometimes they, they want the new beginnings based upon things that are not very good that are taking place. I'm prayerful that this message hits home where it needs to and that you appreciate it for what it really is. Uh, let's go ahead and look to the Lord with a word of prayer and we'll get started. Father, we just ask that you bless this group right now who is with us online here to be able to hear you speak to us right now. We thank you for your loving presence and your kindness. We thank you for your son who died on the cross for us. We thank you for all of these things that you have done for us and so many more as you reflect love for this season, care, concern, compassion. We pray that all of those things are in effect right now. We give you praise and thanks. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. I started this writing this message out a couple of different times. And I'm pretty transparent. Uh, under normal circumstances, each of us would be talking about Christmas and family time and giving glory and praise to Jesus for his life on earth and what it represents. Well, my wife and I have had a few quiet days because it is the first Christmas in many years that we are having without our mom being around. Uh, I also got word this week that one of my coworkers passed away very suddenly from a brain aneurysm. Uh, the sudden changes of life have made this year, even more than last year, a quieting and reflective experience. Lynn and I have found that it is important for us to pace ourselves every day as we spend time with Jesus. We are pressing ahead through it all. And that's just it. Pressing ahead is not always a great experience. Some days are downright difficult. If you have been through a similar situation, you probably remember how the days just seem to run together as you go through it all. Memories flood in when you start cleaning out rooms and even going through the refrigerator and kitchen cabinets. There's moments like this where we welcome pressing ahead to a new beginning, out with the old and in with the new, whatever it turns out to be. And that is the theme of today's message. We must press ahead. We remember the good times and the wonderful family experiences that we've all had, but it is interesting that God still gives us guidance as we move forward with life. We must press ahead. After all, today is the first day of the rest of your life. Our calendar tells us that this year is coming to an end very soon and that we are to look for the new year as a new beginning. Well, it is a beginning, but only as far as what the calendar tells us. We celebrate when there is new life in the world, it's been brought into the world, and that's a wonderful new beginning indeed. There are many new beginnings throughout life. We have graduations, we have marriage, a new job, retirement, and on and on. But when there is loss, we grieve. It takes time to get through our moments of grief and while they are not to be rushed or set aside, 
It is in our best interest to move ahead. Jesus provides us guidance with these new beginnings in the power of the Holy Spirit. He has reconciled us to him. Please turn your Bibles and electronic devices to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and let's look at verse 17. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. And we are thankful that Jesus has reconciled himself to him. Reconciled us, excuse me, to him. In 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, English Standard Version says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Now, I love the New Living Translation version of this verse. It says, This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. We are made new each and every day as our relationship with Jesus Christ grows each day. And we continue to develop on a daily basis. It may not seem that way at times, but God is teaching us and each one of us every day, and sometimes in very subtle ways. We mature in our faith as we trust in him. We must press ahead because life is full of new beginnings. Life is a series of new beginnings. And Jesus is the foundation of everything we understand about these new beginnings. The Hebrew Christians had to learn more about following Jesus and putting aside those things from the Jewish law that no longer applied to them. Take a look, please, at Hebrews chapter 10. And we're going to look at verses 11 through 18. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 11 through 18. Hebrews 10, verses 11 through 18. I'm going to read all those verses and just follow along, please. This is from the New Living Translation. Under the old covenant, the priest stands and ministers before the altar day after day offering the same sacrifices again and again, which can never take away sins. Verse 12, But our high priest offered himself to God as a single sacrifice for sins, good for all time. Then he sat down in the place of honor at God's right hand. Verse 13, There he waits until his enemies are humbled and made a footstool under his feet. For by that one offering, he forever made perfect those who are being made holy. And the Holy Spirit also testifies that this is so. For he says, this is the new covenant I will make with my people on that day, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their hearts and I will write them on their minds. Then he says, I will never again remember their sins and lawless deeds Verse 18, and when sins have been forgiven, there is no need to offer any more sacrifices. This was a radical teaching for the Jewish Christians. But it was showing them exactly what it meant to move forward from the old covenant that was no longer necessary and to now move to a new beginning, which was having faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Having faith 
in the Lord Jesus Christ. And this leads us to one of three aspects that I will share as to what is involved in experiencing a new beginning. First, new beginnings require moving forward in faith. Second, new beginnings require moving forward in God's strength. And third, new beginnings require living with hope for a brighter future. Amen. So first, let's take a look at the role of faith in our new beginnings. We can never overstate the importance of faith within any aspect of our lives. Amen? We live in faith for Jesus Christ, who is where all of our faith comes from. Take a look at Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Once again, the New Living Translation version. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Amen. Jesus is the author and perfecter of our faith. It starts with him. The original Greek used for author is archegos. Archegos is spelled A-R-C-H-E-G-O-S, pronounced archegos, which means originator, author, founder, prince, and leader. <laughs> Amazingly, a lot of comparison there to uh, Isaiah 9-6 when you look at that passage as well, too. The word for perfecter is teleotes. That's spelled T-E-L-E-I-O-T-E-S. Teleotes. That's Greek for completer or finisher. As we had noted earlier, pertaining to the plight of the Jewish Christians, they had to overcome personal struggles and peer pressure from other Jews to step out on faith and trust Jesus. Jesus writes the story of the life of every believer and knows each one intimately, but trusting in his new beginnings in life require faith. They require faith. Take a look at Hebrews chapter 10, verse 22. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 22. Hebrews 10, 22. This is the NIV version. Let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. Our level of faith is directly proportionate to our level of confidence in the power and ability of Jesus Christ. If you are struggling with faith at this time, or any time that you have that for that matter, let me assure you that God has not done with you. He's still working with you. 
You still have a lifetime of growth and development ahead of you. Amen. He's still working with each and every one of us. Turn over, please, to Matthew 21, verses 21 and 22. Matthew 21, verses 21 and 22. This is the English Standard Version. Verse 21, And Jesus answered them, Truly I say to you, if you have, been, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what has been done to this fig tree, but even if I... If you say to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, it will happen. And whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. Now, this I've wrestled over this passage before, but it really should be taken literally from the standpoint of this. Our level of faith is often hampered by worldly events or circumstances. Whenever we lack faith, we are to seek Jesus and ask for God's strength. And that's what this is all about here. We sometimes limit our ability to process and reason through things because we lack in faith. We, whenever we lack faith, we are to seek Jesus and ask for God's strength. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 5 says that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Which leads to our second aspect of new beginnings, moving forward in God's strength. Turn please to Philippians 4.13. This is a very familiar passage. You'll recognize it right away. Philippians 4.13. And can we tell ourselves this passage too many times, especially when we have struggles? Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Amen. Now flip over to Isaiah 41.10. Isaiah 41, verse 10. Isaiah 41.10 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. God is giving us this picture. He's telling us and showing to us that he is there ready, willing, and able to assist us when we need strength, when we need encouragement, when we need the ability to move forward in times like this. 2 Timothy 1 verse 7 Take a look at that, please. 2 Timothy 1, verse 7. Sometimes fear creeps in for different reasons. There's no one reason why it happens, but it just happens. But God reminds us, for God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. So we have all of these things ready, ready and available to us if we just trust in him. He gives us what we need. And 1 Chronicles 16.11 says, Seek the Lord in his strength. Seek his presence continually. Amen. Seek it continually. 
And I will have you turn to one other passage here, Deuteronomy 31, 6. Deuteronomy 31, verse 6. Deuteronomy 31, 6. This is the English Standard Version. It says, Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Now, Joshua was reminded repeatedly by God to remain strong and courageous as he assumed the responsibility of leading the Israelites. Joshua 1, verse 9 says, haven't I commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Faith requires trusting in God's ability to carry you through moments of difficulty as you look forward to new beginnings in your life. Turn your fears and moments of doubt directly over to God. He will help you to prevail and experience great success no matter where you go. Amen. Just reflecting on that for a moment. That's really important. The third aspect of new beginnings comes from living with hope for a brighter future. We already have something to look forward to when it comes to experiencing the final destination for our salvation in Jesus Christ which comes from Philippians 1.6. He also wants us to have hope in our recent and extended future as we follow and serve Jesus Christ. Please turn to Romans 15.13. Romans chapter 15, verse 13. Romans 15.13. ESV version. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Hope. Our hope in Jesus Christ is rooted in his promises for us. Flip over to Hebrews 10.23. Hebrews 10:23 This is also the English Standard Version. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And that's the key here. Jesus is faithful. He's made these promises for us so that we would indeed have hope. But he is faithful. Turn please to 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. We're going to look at verses 2 and 3. 1 Thessalonians 1 verses 2 and 3. All these passages are reinforcing the importance of what we're discussing here when it comes to faith and when it comes to God's strength. And now we're talking about this hope that he gives to us as well too. And all of these are reinforcing these points, I hope, for us for today. 1 Thessalonians 1, verses 2 and 3. We always thank God for all of you, making mention of you constantly in our prayers. 
We recall in the presence of our God and Father your work produced by faith, your labor motivated by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Hmm. If you've been listening closely to these aspects of New Beginnings, you may also discover that each of these, faith, living in God's strength, and hope, calls to attention the love that Jesus Christ has for us. And it reminds us that God is well aware of our longing for new beginnings when difficulty is present. He knows that we long for a better day, a new beginning, especially when times are tough. And Romans 8.28 emphasizes this. We know that all those who love God we know that for all for those who love God all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose we must love God as we have faith draw upon his strength and have hope in our future he already loves us we don't take it for granted for sure but he already loves us do you trust him in moving forward? Let's look at one more passage, please. Philippians 3, verses 13 and 14. Philippians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. Philippians 3, verses 13 and 14. Verse 13, brothers, I do not consider that I have made it on my own, made it my own. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Press on towards the goal, pressing on, moving forward, straining forward. Pressing on is the key. Amen? Don't look back and don't stand still. Jesus leads the way as we seek our new beginnings in life. He is with us every step of the way. Amen. Father, we ask that you just bless this time right now and bless that you provide, ask for blessings for us. Your word is comforting. Your word is encouraging. Your word is very powerful. Lord, help us to fall back and look at your word and study your word during times like this. When there's been a change that's been unexpected, and yet you still are there to strengthen us and encourage us through it all. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. Thank you for your encouragement and your teaching. We just give you praise and thanks for all that you're doing for us and all that you continue to do. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, each and every one of you. We hope you've enjoyed this Christmas, and we hope that you're looking forward to a new year that's going to be a better year than this year. Amen? Take care of yourselves. God bless you all. Have a wonderful rest of the holiday season. Merry Christmas. Take care of yourselves. We'll see you next time.